Welcome to the Love That Neighbor Podcast Network. I'm your host, Anthony Wilson. And today we've got a good friend in ministry, a fellow worker in ministry, and just a enthusiastic servant of God, my good friend, Evangelist Andy. Welcome to the Love Thy Neighbor Podcast Network again. <laughs> right. One more again. <laughs> Thank you, Pastor. We are friends, you know, and you encouraged me and I just love what God is doing with you and your ministry. And I look, I'm praying that I can get out there. <laughs> yes, yes. We definitely want to hook up and do something, you know, ministry wise in person. Actually, I'm getting ready to do a, a outreach this weekend. You would have loved to have been here for the one we're going to do this weekend, but we'll always have something okay. on the calendar. So you'll be able to get out here and outreach with us, do ministry with us. So I, I look forward to that. Those that are uh, watching by YouTube, make sure you click the subscribe button the like and the bell so that you don't miss the episode. Those that are listening on Apple or Spotify, make sure you follow. Uh, and to those that are supporting, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Could not be doing this without your support. Those that are thinking about supporting, make sure you click the link below uh, to figure out how to support. And uh, we definitely appreciate it. So let's get into this evangelist, Andy. Um, you have, a new book out, your ministry's taking a different direction. We got a lot to talk about when it comes down to what's going on um, and how God is using you right now. So first and foremost, kind of introduce yourself again uh, to <laughs> my listeners that may not know you. Um, uh, what, what, do you. What do you need them to know about you before we get deep into this? Listen, I love the kingdom. I care about <laughs> the kingdom and the body of Christ, not just in organized church or in the sanctuary, but every aspect of your life. My main goal is to educate and empower the body of Christ to walk in their purpose and live how God made them. Mm. If that's discovering what your gifts are, let's do that. If that's pushing you forward and, and challenging you to be your best self, Let's do it. If it's teaching you how to have a new path mentality, let's go. I'm about the level up and exceeding expectations of what people think church folk supposed to be. We <laughs> listen, you know how they do us. <laughs> so I'm here to educate and empower. So whatever you need, I extend myself to everybody literally 24 hours just reach out and I'll get back with you because on this journey, we are not alone. We need help. And any knowledge I have, I share freely. So come on, Amen. get this knowledge. Amen. <laughs> I, I think that's why we connected, you know, when we did is because our, our approach to ministry is, is so similar that, you know, <laughs> discipleship, 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 and discipleship is life on life, doing life with people. Yeah. And there's not a clock that we can punch because we're always on duty because God is always on duty. And if he wants to use us at that time, <laughs> he's going to use us at that time uh, to be a blessing and an encouragement to others. And so, yeah, I, I, let me ask you this in discipling people, you know, there's a beauty in discipling people, especially when they're hungry to grow. 
Mm-hmm. What about those individuals that uh, sometimes you're like, are you really wanting this? Or you really want to grow? And it feel like uh, it's, it's a struggle to get them motivated. How do you motivate those uh, types of disciples? Because there's all different types, right? Jesus had all different types of disciples. Oh, yes, he, did. <laughs> he had ones that doubted. He had ones that were aggressive. He had he even had a disciple that betrayed him. And so oh, there's God. there's not a prototype for disciples. They're all different. What do you do with those ones that seem like they lack the motivation to really get going? Listen, the fire will be lit. <laughs> there is all I do is tap into desire motivation it could also be passion to know people is how you disciple them everyone isn't converted the same way I can be extra churchy with the mother of the church and and drop scripture like precise in Hebrews 11 says Mm -hmm. but those that are out on the street they need real life that's how you live the bible if I can show you what I'm preaching today. I'm the ambassador. I'm the billboard. I can live in love and motivate people to Christ that way. Instead of saying, you know, Jesus fed the hungry. You see somebody hungry, cook them a plate, give them your leftovers from a restaurant. That's how you, you show people. And then they'll be like, I want what you have that love, the unconditional, because when you bless others, trust me when I say, God will bless you back and it'll be in good health. It doesn't always have to be money. That's right. That's right. <laughs> That's why the new path mentality is important. And I'm pushing that to all my disciples, journey takers and followers. You have to change the way you think about things. Your mind has to expand. You have to see God in everything and seek him in everything. Once you, that click to you, oh, they'll be so hungry and thirsty. (laughs) You'll be ready for it. But living and recruiting and discipleship, it just is a foundation of love. Love somebody enough not to let them perish. Mm, That's beautiful. Um, That's beautiful because that's, that's my heart. That's my desire. That's why, you know, for me, discipleship is bread and butter, you know, and it goes beyond, you know, like you said, the Sunday sermon, which is a part of it, but it's not the whole, right? The right. the whole is so much deeper. It's like, you know, the Sunday service, the gathering of equipping and encouraging is just the <clears throat> tip of the iceberg, you know, right. underneath that is the life on life. You know, those one-on-one times with people crying and laughing with them and going through, you know, uh, their, their, their marriage breakup or losing somebody or <clears throat> the different things that people go through in the challenges of their life. That is the real bread and butter. And I feel like that's kind of what inspired uh, this book that, you, <laughs> that you've written is that you want to encourage people uh, through the everyday life events and so talk to me about this book what what you tell me what inspired it (laughs) listen the book is encourage yourself that's the title of it it's a 31 day motivational journal I have gone through this journey many times in my life and each time I've come out of it I've come out wiser stronger 
more passionate and revived. It's very important that I say that part because ministry as a person with the gift of helps and you want to help everybody and give and give and give, you forget about yourself. And self-care is very necessary because if you're empty, how can you pour out? You have to refuel. So I had come to the end of a great trial and testimony (laughs) in my evangelism life. Um, I've been encouraging people since the beginning of the pandemic through COVID who catch it and everything. And my pastor had caught the Delta strand Mm. and was in the hospital and on a ventilator. And he had already listed the chain of command. Okay, so I had to step up after he got well and came back. I was exhausted. Hmm. The temporary leadership of the whole house, I was exhausted. And yet I still had to be the evangelist. I had to set aside a month to refocus my mind, to reconnect with God and say, all right, we won that battle. What do I do next? Because I feel like I can't even get out this bed. It was a re-strengthening and a refocusing with God. It was so intimate. And after I came out, it was like I had the same zeal of when I first came out to preaching. And I God was like, teach others. Mm. Teach them how to do it. Because if they get this concept, for 31 days, then they can apply it to any area of their life. Mm. Level up to focus and discipline. All that energy we put in our children and the community, turn it around and bring it on yourself. And it's good for rock bottom people. (laughs) Because David, remember, they came and took everything. Mm. And even his boys, who had fought the battle with him, turned on him. And the Bible says, and David encouraged himself. Sometimes the part of the journey that's the most critical is the one you have to walk alone. You have to cut off distractions. You have to focus on your dreams. It's never too late to have your dream realized because just a switch, 30 days of a changed behavior becomes a new habit. And if you focus on your relationship with God for 31 days, Mm. God will show you so much and you will have such an appreciation for who he is and who he made you to be. Yeah. Amen. (laughs) I'm sorry. No, no, no. I truly care about the kingdom. And when I was coming up, I remember those pivotal people that poured into me, that educated me, that helped me and wasn't looking at me like competition. They really wanted me to succeed. So I take that same thing and I give it to other people because if I set you on fire, you'll set somebody else on fire and they'll set somebody, be the change that you want. In the be, yes. <laughs> yes. And it starts with changing this right here, your mind. Absolutely. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. 
<laughs> I mean, a- absolutely, absolutely. I mean, this is this is the heartbeat of of being a disciple maker, right? Mm-hmm. That you pour yourself out as a drink offering on behalf of others' faith. You want them to receive all that you have, so that they don't have to go through the trials. You know, the way you went through them, they'll have some help. I, you know, I always tell you know the the guys and you know the people that I'm discipling, I'm like, hey, the one thing you the one thing you have that I didn't have is that you have me and my experiences to walk you through this. Now, me and you may not be the diff- the same person, but if right. I can help you in any way <laughs> to not have to go through <laughs> certain things the way that I went through them, then I'm, I'm doing my job. And whether it's through writing books, whether it's through teaching classes, whether it's right. through hours of one-on-one conversations on the phone or sitting across from each other, having a meal together, a cup of coffee or whatever it right. is, you know, we have to want to invest in others. And when we invest in others, that's when what Jesus commanded comes to life. Matthew 28, 19 Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I've taught you. And he said, lo, I will be with you always, even oh. until the end. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, he, Come on. man, that's and when you the- You know I'm mm. about street discipleship <laughs> and, and that's my whole ministry. The podcast, Street Disciples with Evangelist yes. Andy and- and my journey takers, oh my God, the one-on-ones and the group check-ins we have, we do cry on the phone. Mm-hmm. We do have the lives where she can't, one of my journey takers called, she didn't say nothing. She just cried. Mm. And when I looked at her goals, because I keep records of what was going through in the assignment I gave her. I know why she's crying. I'm not just going to let you cry alone. I'm going to cry with you and encourage you at the same yeah. time. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's, look, you can hear why you're crying now. Right. We can stay endure for night, but joy cometh in the morning. Come on. <laughs> Come Let's on. Let's make morning right now. So, <laughs> you know, yeah. you know, I just love those who are seeking and are teachable that's the thing right there because we could teach and preach all day but if they don't have an ear to hear Mm. they're not teachable enough to receive what you're saying it's it's nothing there but the ones who are like listen i know i don't know and you know and you willing to teach i'm willing to learn yeah come unto me let me teach you i will dump it all to you as much as you need. And the response has been so great. I'm telling you, I never envisioned (laughs) what's happening, actually happening. And I'm thankful to God. And if you just follow God's master plan, which is day seven in the book, God's plan from Jeremiah, it's a four part plan. Mm. (laughs) Not for you, not to harm you. And, And the special part is the future. Because the pandemic makes people think, oh, I'm scared. No, nah, right. we got a future for you. It, it, we making it out of this. <laughs> so, you know, I, I just want to encourage people to hold on to God because he will never let us down. He, yeah. We made it this far. 
even before the vaccine. We was making it with victory in Jesus. So, you know, that's what, the, that's what the old folks used to say. You know, uh, you know, we come this far by faith, <laughs> leaning on the Lord, trusting in his holy word. He never failed me yet. <laughs> That's that oldie for goodie, right? Come on now, you know. I'm going to request that Sunday. Like, <laughs> you hit that you know, old time. That's okay. that that's that back in the day worship, you know. Ooh, but um, yeah. at the end of the day, what I find is that being able to encourage people um, is such an important part of discipling people. Yeah. is that so many people are being hit by life. And you kind of mentioned it with the pandemic, you know, with uh, wars going over in Ukraine, you know, economy getting hit, gas prices going up, everything, inflation hitting everything. And, you know, what was once $2 is now $4. Don't <laughs> get me started on <laughs> And so with all that going on, a lot of people question, you know, uh, where is God? What's his plan? What is, where is he at? And, you know, as disciples, we have to remind people that mm-hmm. even in these situations, right, we're going to have to trust in the Lord with all of our heart yes. and lean not to our own understanding, but in all our ways, acknowledge him that he may direct our path. And so when you're encouraging people through these situations, what, uh, and this is kind of, we, we didn't rehearse none of this. So right. it's going to be kind of on the spot, you know, what what are your 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 power verses right now that are like just come out when you're when you're ministering and just for some reason it just boom you just find yourself repeatedly saying this to people <laughs> listen <laughs> i have a few <laughs> but the first scripture that ever powered me and empowered me and i preached this uh earlier this month was 1 Corinthians 15, Mm. 57, and 58. All right. (laughs) Thanks be to God God. (laughs) who giveth us the The victory. victory. Come on. (laughs) Through our Lord Jesus Christ. Now we know know what God is going to do. All right. Verse 57. But here is what we are to do. In 58. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, steadfast. Come on. unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as ye know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Mm, Only mm, what mm. you do for Christ shall last. Come on. You got to go to God and you got to go for God. That's all that matters. Go to him with everything no problem too big or small. And when he tell you to do something, just go for God. He mm. going to bless you no matter what. Because that's the key. People always be like, well, I'm trying to do this, but you got to make sure it's in his will. Mm. That part, you got to make sure your vision and your goals align up with his will. And when them two align, i also tell people you know trust in the lord with all thine heart lean Mm. not unto thy own understanding in all thy ways why all acknowledge him and he shall direct your path man (laughs) them them some good ones already because you know 
even as you're saying them, I'm, <laughs> I'm, fin- I'm finishing them in, in my in my head, you know, because those are a lot of people don't live through and on the foundation of scripture. You know, like you said, the, that we got to be transformed in the renewing of our mind, right? What mm-hmm. God's got to, and the only way he can do that is through his word because his word becomes that lamp to our feet and that light to our pathway that if we're really going to see that there is something after this, if we're going to see that there is a hope and a future in Christ, we've got to know the word of God in order to do that. And one of the fundamentals of discipleship is getting people, like you said, from just the conversations that you got to have with them. And, And I tell people all the time, I know the word. And sometimes I'm talking to people in terms of the word, I may not be using the scripture, right? But what right. I'm saying to them is based off of scripture because maybe they're yes. not there yet, right? Scripture based, yes. That's <laughs> the, you know, I make scripture based music. Yes. I'll take a whole scripture. Yes. I'll take a whole scripture and make a song out of it. And that's how people can learn. What I like to teach people, this is another one, death and life is then, and those that love it will eat the fruit. fruit. Mm -hmm. You have to know that part. So if you speak it, you better expect it to come back to you. So what are you speaking today? Are you speaking death over you, your family and everyone you encounter? Or are you speaking life? I teach people to pick your top five scriptures that when you hear them, boom, they just set you up, memorize those. And anytime something pop off in your life, cause it will, you better go to it, say it in your mind, say it out loud, scream it if you have to. And as the more you say it, believe it more and more because believe faith, faith is powerful. Faith comes so by powerful. hearing <laughs> and, and hearing, hearing by the word of God. The word of God. <laughs> Come yeah. on. You have to know how to use the Bible because that's another thing that people have an issue with. Okay, the text is old and it was written over 2000 years ago and we're in 2022. How can thus thou art thus saith the Lord apply now put it in my language my job is to translate from king james to urban whatever (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna make it make sense to you so you can understand and that's how you can have the conversation that is scripture based but it's not and and thessalonian says you know but you're telling them and showing them what thessalonian says and therefore, I love the doers of the word. Them, the, mm, I love the hearers. I, I appreciate the readers. <laughs> doers. Amen. In <laughs> <Amen>. my folks. <laughs> Amen. And like you're saying, you know, we're, we're not talking about like, you know, using the word as like a magic trick, but the word of God is powerful. The Bible says that it's living and active sharper than any two-edged sword able to okay. divide the marrow from the bone right you the discerner of the come on now to be able to cut that deep and divide separate you know, yes. separate 
the intent of the heart. Like, I know here's what you want. Here's what I will. <laughs> okay. Let me show you how to get there. And the only way you can get there is, is through the word. And like you said, you know, when we begin to speak the word, he told Joshua, he said that, let this book of the law not depart from your lips, but meditate on it day and night that you may observe to do all that is in it. And you will make your way prosperous and you will have good success. What is the success going to come from? Is that knowing what he said to do and going to do it, that's going to be exactly. your success, you know? Oh man. Uh, there, there's uh, okay. We got to settle down because it's an interview. It's a- <laughs> yeah. That works is dead. That's the <laughs> oh man. This, this, we, we, we doing an interview. We're not, you know, we just, we just fellowship and, you know, those of you that are, that are watching, this is, this is how we do. Like I said, this is, this is a good friend. We, we've been right. like this since we, we, uh, we kind of met just, yeah. So <laughs> since it kicked off, this is how we fellowship. Um, so, um, there's so much more that we could talk about, but encouraging the body of Christ, uh, your, your, your ministry now has kind of taken a different trajectory. You went from doing the podcast, doing little episodes here and there. And like you said, people locally listening to you to broadening that and God building and enlarging your territory, building a platform, you know, that, you can now uh, reach a larger audience with the gospel, with, you know, the encouragement of the Lord. What has that journey been like, you know, going from, you know, just, you know, local people, you know, fellowshipping with you and hearing you to expanding beyond that? It, <laughs> it has been very interesting. And what I enjoy on my journey is, I don't tell people to do nothing that I wouldn't do myself. So if I'm telling people to open up to God and expand your mindset of your vision to his will, then I have to do it as well. I wasn't thinking about writing a book at all. (laughs) I was actually seeing and looking at the analytics of my podcast and the group that I have on the page. And I did a motivational uh episode a morning motivation and it went crazy i mean through the roof i was like maybe it's a fluke right (laughs) you know maybe just people had time that day Mm -hmm. (laughs) so i did three more after that and it was all there was and i was like the body of christ needs encouragement and motivation And so I was like, what do we do with that? Do I just keep making episodes, Lord? He said, yeah, keep making an episode and write this book. Mm. And the timeline that he gave me to write the book was bananas. (laughs) You talk about focusing, laser beam focus. I literally cut off people. I told all the followers, like, look, I'm not recording nothing for this week I'm on a deadline and I got it done before midnight it was 11 58 wow bear witness it was 11 58 <laughs> and I got it in and everything else popped from there because I usually you know I do group settings but this book turned into one-on-ones daily it turned into a whole 
Now I'm coaching and encouraging and it's on a daily and people are in need and they are listening. Ain't nothing so valuable to a preacher than people that listen right. when you give them a lesson or tell them something. So I trust the guy like, you want me to do this? <laughs> this is what I'm doing? While still working a full-time job. Mm. Now, <laughs> and so I trusted God along the way and I'm trusting him for where he's leading me because I asked him, is this what you want me to do? And if so, show me how to do it. Literally last night, I woke up out my sleep and God gave me a plan. I'm, I'm writing, I'm writing. I woke up this morning and looked at it like, that actually makes sense. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> like, and in everything that I was trying to do, still in his will, but not thinking or seeing big picture, God revealed to me. And this book, just the journey for everyone involved, even the journey for me to make it there. I share it with everyone. And they're like, well, if she could do it and she only a week, I could do it with 31. (laughs) And God's plans, his will is always better than your plan. Always better. I literally challenge everyone to take God at his challenges he we could think of all the excuses of why we shouldn't do it Moses Hmm. but God has an answer for every one of them if he gave you the vision believe that there's provision there too there it is there it is. We say around our parts, if it's God's will, then it's God's bill. <laughs> you know, and, and people say, oh, it all. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it, it's, if it's his will, it's his bill. You know, that yeah. if there's a mission, if there's a vision, then it takes God's provision in order yeah. for us to accomplish it. We can't trust in ourselves and rely on ourselves. We got to say, OK, God, I'm going to be obedient to you every step of the way. I'm going to put one foot in front of the other and I'm going to do what you're asking me to do because that's, that's real faith is obeying God. You know, faith is not, I'm going to come up with something and I'm just going to trust God for it. No faith is God has a plan (laughs) and he tells you, this is what he wants you to do. And you say, okay, Lord, (laughs) you know, that part is a simple thing, but people really don't get that concept right and when I teach that to them then they're like this is how I work my faith yes yes <laughs> there's hope and then you gotta have a plan a strategy come on there's something <laughs> right <laughs> But I love it when they get their aha moments and it's so wonderful when it clicks and oh my God, they just, they, they go and I'd be like, how far can you go? Go, go, go. Right. Like I'm still there cheering you on. I'm not, I'm not going nowhere. If you need to come back for a couple more tips, come on, let's get what your divine ordained destiny is. Yeah. What is God? What has God said? What is it? What is his desire for you in this larger plan? Mm-hmm. 
to see people saved, to see the the saints equipped and for us to be able to serve the least. And, and a lot of, a lot of people, maybe they get, you know, reach the loss. Maybe they get equipped the saints, but a lot of them don't get served the least. You know, how are we ministering to those that are less fortunate, those that are struggling? And so sometimes I think we can, and, and, and it's because we're not being convinced by scripture. We're not studying scripture to get an idea of what we're supposed to be doing. You know, in your time of doing your ministry, you know, I know you, like you said, street evangelism is your thing, you know, but when you come across these people that are in need, I mean, like really in need, you know, homeless, hungry, hurting, you know, what does God put on your heart for them? You know? And listen, it is one thing to have the great vision, but you also must have your paperwork right, okay? <laughs> right. So, no, seriously, because having the established business can open you up to have the funds. Because I know a lot of people like, I want to do this, I want to do that. I teach you how to start at your level and then how you gain more. I have a friend that cooks the best bacon dishes ever. She mm. can remix some bacon on where's she at <laughs> look i'm gonna show her the link when she... <laughs> but take your skills you are good at throwing house parties now change your way of thinking mm. and, and make it an event and then charge a little dough fee and th- then you have to mm, what what happened pre-pandemic and what was good enough for pre-pandemic you know, this new normal, you right. got to get a new mindset of how you going to survive the new mandates to live. Right. Okay. And still be who you are. Look at the gifts you already have. You can't succeed on your job because God been told you to start your own business. You have to <laughs> come on. That's why you, they could pay really good, but if God ain't up in that place, you will never be comfortable. You will never be satisfied. And you may also always be overlooked. Come out from amongst them and shine your light that God has given you. And sometimes that means being different. Don't be, uh, don't shun your peculiarness. Mm. We are a peculiar people. We, we different. We get blessed different. We get tested different. It's okay to be different. <laughs> Right, right, right. You know, and like you said, you know, that that business thing gives you the opportunity to really do what God is calling you to do and minister to people like God is calling you, you know, to do. You can get the funding that you need if you just paid a little $75. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, you spend $75 on other people's dreams. I'm talking about investing in you and, and starting your purpose, you know, turn it on yourself. It's not selfish. And many of the people of God believes take putting yourself first, even for a little bit is so selfish and condemning. No, no. Even when Jesus needed encouragement to go to the cross, he went to the garden of Gethsemane to talk to himself. He talked to God. Okay. <laughs> He had to encourage himself. You got to see God in everything. 
we must raise our level of awareness when we think of prospering as believers okay and that's why some people don't come to us because they like all the people of God is po. What is what am I joining for? You don't act proper, prosperous. You the most negative thinking, talking person. What has God done for you? We have to realize who we are. And when you truly understand who you are and whose you are, <laughs> you'll be able to do what you need to do to get the job done. Your goals ain't got to be deep. They just got to get done. That's what I'm telling you. Well, yeah, that, there's that, you know, people want to do, you know, perfection over progress, right? Instead of progressing forward in the things that God has given you. And I think so often, you know, we do. I wrote a whole book about, you know, understanding, you know, biblical prosperity and what that actually looks like. Because I think believers struggle with it because their motives sometimes is wrong about prosperity. It is only about me getting what I want in life. Was you watching my sermon the other week? <laughs> no, no, this is, this is just, I mean, this is just, I just think this is the season that we're in. Like okay, you said, so you know, coming out of, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> the theory of anointed ambition versus ulterior motives. Mm. When you're, because let's go back to, 58 always abounding in, in the, the work, work of, of the, the lord, lord. <laughs> i'm ambitious in my own personal god will help my ambition and my business if i take care of his business you have to put him first if your motives are pure unto god he'll see the desires of your heart and he'll give them to you and if your motives are wrong or if the person you're connected to, their motives are wrong, you might not get the blessing. Because remember, people, the dude that was blessed because of his friend's faith, well, maybe you're tested because of your friend's fear. You have to check <laughs> who you connect with and what their impact is. Because great women um, have been married to people that have kill their dreams you know men have been yoked up with women who had no vision you know and killed the dream you have to get your vision right <laughs> okay you see me in that trees or do you see god i i need to know what you're looking at and if you can't see who you are and you can't see how god is working in your life let me help you with your vision and then after you know knowledge, you are accountable from that point on. If you stay the course with that, or if you're ready to go where God wants you to go, I suggest you go that way. <laughs> yeah, because at the end of the day, you know, our our focus is his will and his desire because yeah. God God sees what we cannot see, right? He knows what we cannot know. And so- uh, if we're going to really, like, as you said, you know, uh, delight ourselves in the Lord, God is going to then shape <laughs> these desires that, in the way that fit his purpose and his plan. And sometimes right. you have people around you that are trying to keep you from 
doing that. Like Peter, when he goes to Jesus and he says, Lord, you're not going to do this. Basically, you know, it's like, and Jesus is like, wait a minute, you're, you're not concerned about the things of God. You're concerned about the things of men. Peter, I got to go do this because if right. I don't do this later on, right, right. Later, later on, the Lord, you're not going to wash my feet. Like Peter, son, <laughs> that boy, Peter. come on now. He said, if I don't wash your feet, you have no part. Oh, oh, okay. My bad. Wash my head, my hands, everything. Right. You know, now he and, won't extra. And see, sometimes, sometimes you have to be so firm in what God has said. Be you so convinced by faith. Or I am persuaded. Fully persuaded, <laughs> you know, fully persuaded, you know, and once you're there, then the people around you, man, it's going to be either tough for them to be around you. Or they're going to change and go in the direction that you're going. You know, I'm one of those people that sometimes it's tough for people to be around me because I really, really want to see God's kingdom come and his will be done. And so when they're like, well, I just kind of want to just chill. I want to just go to church. I just want to, <laughs> I'm a hard person to be around. Cause I'm like, that's not what we're supposed to be doing. <laughs> this right. Christian walk is a journey where we are slaying dragons and we're overcoming obstacles and challenges and we're facing all kinds of things. And we got to know God's word and know that he desires for us to go forward to accomplish all that he's called us to. And so I'm, I'm, I'm with you, you know, (laughs) I'm praying for people who have those Peters in their life. They're like, no, 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 don't do that. That that, that might be hard for you. That, that might, you might suffer or you might go through, but if it's for the kingdom's sake, right. Then I got to, I can't, you know, I can't like Nehemiah, I can't come down (laughs) no matter, (laughs) sorry, no matter what you say. When I was writing and it was crunch time, I reached out to someone and I was like, I don't know if I can meet the deadline. (laughs) I don't know if I could do it. It's requiring a lot. And she told me, if you don't write that book, then somebody not going to get the help they need. (sighs) It's bigger than you. There it is. You have to do your part so that generations behind you can be. That's why you test so hard because it's for six generations to come, (laughs) you know? So when she told me that, I was like, all right, that's all I need. I got to go. And I was gone. And I dedicated the book to her and my mom, because when I was having a struggle, they encouraged me. And other people, as they've been reading, have been saying how they feel the care and the love (laughs) as they read it, because I truly, I care. I don't want to see if I have the ability to help you and I see you. I'm going to help you. And I hope that I pass that mantle to other people. Don't let somebody fall by the wayside and you have the ability to help them. Because in any moment, you could be that person. And when you need somebody, you better hope somebody show up for you. So, you know... Well, oh man, we're gonna have to land this plane. I know. <laughs> we're gonna have to land this plane. Need to get a, uh, our own show. Right. Yeah. <laughs> the what they you know, what was that back in the day? I guess we'll switch it to the Anthony and Andy show. No, okay. <laughs> I'm cool with it. I'll make you a know, theme song for we'll us. Make, right. We'll make a theme song. So 
um, as we close out, as we kind of land this thing, two things, um, you know, where can people, you know, grab the book um, and, uh, you know, and catch up with you as far as uh, connect with you. And then number two, I always ask that we pray for our listeners. And so I'm going to ask you if you would do the honors of praying for our listeners. So number one, where can they get the book? How can they connect with you? And then close this out in prayer. All right. Listen, you can, I want to show the picture because mm-hmm. there's a lot of Andrea Thomas's is encourage yourself 31 day motivational journal. All right. It has this, you must get the journal part mm-hmm. <laughs> in order to get my coaching. I also made a notebook. It's just to fill in a blank diary, but it looks just like that. So make sure it says journal. Okay. You can go to amazon.com and get it. Or if you're in the local Metro Detroit, Michigan area, you can contact Baker's Bible Bookstore. Mm -hmm. If you're looking for me on any platform of social media, just Google or search Evangelist Andy. That's what I put for everything. TikTok, trying to figure out the algorithm because they don't like me to say Jesus too much. But (laughs) (laughs) I'm serious. They be muting me. I'm like, is it a three Jesus maximum. (laughs) Wow. Wow. I'm I'm figuring out the formula. (laughs) I'm on TikTok. I'm on Clubhouse. I'm on Twitch. I'm on YouTube. The podcast is Street Disciples with Evangelist Andy on iHeartRadio and now Amazon Music. Also, all other podcast platforms, just Google it. You'll find it. And you can um, email me at any time at evangelistandy at gmail.com. I make myself available to anyone. I'm here to help, not hinder. So, man, amen. <laughs> I got you. All right. All right. That was a lot to run down. <laughs> I got you. I got you. I love you so much, Pastor Wilson. <laughs> Seriously, it's to meet someone you genuinely connect with even across the country. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> kingdom recognize kingdom. Yes. And those of you that are watching him, following him, support him every step of the way. This is a true man of God. I, real, recognize real, no fakeness. Whatever he's teaching, absorb it, take hold of it, and run with it. Okay? Mm. There. Mm. I endorse it. Amen. <laughs> I, I truly know bless you, bless you. Bible classes, them single Bible classes. <laughs> when the next one, because I need a refresher. It, it's coming up. It's coming up. I, I'll send you the link. Because <laughs> I was there and I was taking note for sure. Although I teach, I am teachable and you are a great teacher. Man, Never man. let anyone discourage you. Listen, Pastor, you pastor them as only. God has told you to pastor. And as long as you follow him, you'll never go wrong. I Amen. love you so much. And Amen. Your whole congregation. <laughs> blessings upon blessings. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Thank you so much. Man. Are you ready to pray? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> All right. Father God, I thank you. I thank you for this divine and loving fellowship. Mm. Father God, I ask that you bless everyone under the sound of my voice. Father God, please touch Pastor Wilson. 
Search his heart, his mind, and his spirit. You know what he goes through. Father God, I ask that you would put a hedge of protection around him, his mind, his family, and his entire following. God, I ask that those who follow him, that they be led by the spirit. They talk in the spirit. They worship in the spirit. And they disciple without hesitation. Father God, I ask that you add unto him, add unto them, that Mm -hmm. they will believe that you have the power to do exceedingly abundantly more than they could ask or ever think. Father God, I ask that whatever was said here would be a seed to someone to plant and to dig into their faith. Father God, not only give them more faith, but give them the zeal and excitement to go to you and to go for you. Lord, I ask whatever you have for me, God, I accept it humbly. Whatever your will is for us in our lives, Lord, we will follow it to the T. God, I ask that let nothing harm us. No weapon formed against us shall prosper. That you put a hedge of protection around all of our mind. That you stop every assignment of the enemy. God, I ask that you block any negative thought. Let this mind be in us that was also in you, Christ Jesus. And all of my disciples and my journey takers, everything I ask for Pastor Wilson and his congregation and following, I ask for each and every one of you. All these things I ask in your son Jesus' name, let everybody say amen. Amen and a... I love y'all. Amen. God bless. Remember to love... Yes, go ahead. I, I was just saying, I love y'all. Amen. You Amen. <laughs> Amen. So remember to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. God bless you all.